0: The COVID-19 pandemic sent shockwaves throughout the business community, bringing about a litany of ramifications. One thing that became clear in the midst of all of the uncertainty, though, is the value of flexibility and adaptation. And joining me today to explain how the expert team at XPV Water Partners adapted quickly to the new realities of business and were able to buy and sell companies during COVID-19 without even needing to put pants on, though I heard they were wearing very classy shorts, I've been assured, is David Henderson and Sam St. Ange. Dave and Sam, thank you guys so much for joining me today.
1: Thanks, Tyler. Thanks for having us.
0: Certainly. So, uh, David, let's start off here. Can you describe what XPV Water Partners does and how you fit into the overall water industry?
2: XPV is committed to investing in the best companies that are addressing some of the most pressing pain points in the water sector. And then once we've invested, we work with those companies to accelerate their growth and improve their market leadership.
0: So, guys, what was the impact of COVID nineteen on your firm, and what steps did you take to really help manage the risk uh, that, that was brought about by that, and and manage the uncertainty to ex- XPV during this time?
2: Yeah, so I, I think you know, like most firms out there, you know, the first thing we want to do is just obviously make sure the safety and well-being of our, you know, of our team, our employees, of our, you know, the employees of our portfolio company. So that was our first priority. Uh, our second priority is then we worked very closely with all our portfolio companies to make sure that we had some good scenario plans in place. We, we put in place a COVID uh, tracker, so we wanted to make sure that we were able to track the pertinent information just so we could stay up to speed of what was going on in each of our portfolio companies. And we obviously made the appropriate defensive moves in terms of ensuring that our companies were you know had the foundation and resources to see its way through what at the time, you know, was a certainly a, uh, a foreseeable uncertain period. Um, and then I think over time we, we really shifted from more of a defense to an offense strategy when we really saw there was a lot of resilience in our portfolio and, the, and their focus.
1: And, you know, another thing we did is we actually established a portal where we basically curated – Uh, some resources that our portfolio company executives could use, whether it was on strategic planning, uh, human resource management, finance, and all sorts of different functions within their business. Another thing we did, and that's one of the benefits of being a focused fund, is we were able to share best practices that we saw uh, used across our companies. And then the final thing is end-user feedback. You know, many of our companies sell into the same types of end users. So there was a lot of cross-learning opportunities. And even with the fact that our companies are active on all continents, so in some ways we could perhaps see, you know, things coming a little bit earlier than others because, uh, you know, uh, each country was impacted at a different time.
0: Certainly. And so, Dave, one of the things that that you brought up was the resiliency of your portfolio, and that's something I want to talk about as well. Can you talk about uh, how your investment and scaling approaches help to build this resiliency? Yeah,
2: I think one of the key things to seeing our way through this initial phase of the pandemic is we have a, a platform, we call it our Flow Growth Accelerator System, and it's a whole set of tools and systems and coaching and training that we deploy into our companies. One element of that is a strategy platform. And that strategy platform allows managers to very quickly pivot on their strategies and communicate across their organizations, make sure everybody's aligned, set the priorities and go. And I, I would say that was probably one of the core things that's really helped us get through this pandemic. And that is being able to, instead of react in, say, weeks or months, our companies were reacting in literally days.
0: So, Dave, did you find that, that being in the water sector uh, helped provide that natural resiliency uh, to your uh, to your partner companies?
2: Yeah, sure. I think, you know, obviously being in the water sector, all of our companies were deemed essential. Um, and that goes back to my earlier point in the introduction. You know, a lot of people don't appreciate, you know, water is mission critical to everything. Uh, so due to that fact, we were all deemed essential. We were able to continue to operate. Obviously, we had some similar challenges like most companies in terms of getting to our customers or getting to our clients, but we were able to overcome those challenges.
0: So XPB was able to uh, make investments during this time and uh, even during the pandemic. Uh, Dave, can you talk a little bit about some of the challenges in doing this virtually and why XPV was able to pull this off even during uh, a time like a global pandemic?
2: Yeah, so you know, obviously our process involves building a lot of trust and relationship with uh, a company that you're gonna go in and buy. And now in a virtual environment, it's very it's a lot more challenging to do that, say over Zoom or the different different platforms. However, I think one of the advantages we have at XPV, because we're a very long-term you know, investor, very long-term focused we've built up relationships with a lot of companies. You know, we track over 9,500 companies. And through those relationships is really what allowed us to, I think, buy a company in a virtual environment because we'd already met these people. We've already established a relationship, We'd have visited their companies sometimes and in, 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 in a lot of cases, multiple times. And I think it's having that level of relationship and comfort which allowed us to get comfortable with doing a, a, a transaction virtually.
0: So Sam, can you give us an overview of, uh, of the company that you invested in, EDI? Just uh, tell us a little bit about what they do and what makes them special.
1: Yeah, so EDI is a manufacturer of Diffuse Duration Equipment. And what makes them unique is not only can they sell you the whole system, they can also sell you replacement parts. Uh, in addition to that, they also have a full service organization. So they can install the equipment, they can do performance monitoring, and then they can maintain it, so you know, the customers can really go to one place and get a full solution. You know, they have about seven thousand projects they've done over the years, hundred plus countries, and uh, you know, because aeration is central to virtually all wastewater treatment plants in the world, uh, we thought it was a really good place to invest.
0: So, Sam, I understand that EDI will be part of the nutrient management platform that XPV is building in in partnership with KKR. So can you briefly tell us about this platform and why it's unique in the global water industry?
1: Yeah, so we partnered with KKR uh, last year, late last year, by combining two of our companies that are addressing the global nutrient management challenge. Uh, And we've since added EDI to the group. And I think it's unique because it combines three great companies under one platform that offers patented process solutions, proprietary chemistry and aftermarket parts and services to help tackle one of the biggest global environmental challenges. And I think the platform is also unique for business owners who wanna see their companies continue to thrive. You know, by joining the platform, those companies get access to more resources, whether it's sales, engineering, aftermarket services, Uh, But they remain part of an entrepreneurial nimble organization uh, that will really redefine the way nutrient management
0: is done across the world. So, Dave, not only did you guys invest in a company during this time, you also sold a company, Aquatic Informatics, to Danaher. So uh, these types of transactions don't often happen in a virtual environment like what we've been experiencing. So what gave them the confidence to move forward with a sale like this, even during this time?
2: Yeah, I think it's there's probably two key reasons for that. And it relates back to my earlier answer, and that is not only do we build relationships with the entrepreneurs and the management teams of the customer we acquire, we also build very strong and close relationships with the corporations out there, like at Dan and her, that buy our companies. And I'd say that relationship was the foundation, again, that that, that brought that trust uh, to the process. And then I think on top of that, um, I think the foundation, again, that we build in our companies around how they operate in the strategy platform and all the different systems and and tools also gave the buyer a lot of confidence when they took on that operation that it would be actually uh, easy to integrate and continue under the Danaher Water Platform. And I think those were the two main drivers that allowed us to do it virtually.
0: So, Sam, how did XPV help uh, scale Aquatic Informatics uh, to help prepare them for this next exciting chapter in their company's history?
1: Yeah, the team at Aquatic was already doing uh, great things, and I think what we helped them do is do more and faster. And one particular area where we spent a lot of time with them uh, is uh, through our mergers and acquisition platform. So we, were, you know, we worked with management to define where were the areas that they wanted to expand. And in their case, it was adding more software modules to sell to the same customers. And then we incorporated them in our deal flow outreach process and were able to introduce them to some you know, really interesting and creative acquisitions.
0: So Sam, one of the things that I've also been wondering about that, that, that I'm curious about is what were some of the big challenges that emerged in the water industry, both municipal and industrial, because of the COVID-19 outbreak?
1: I think a big challenge was, uh, or still is, grappling with working with a decentralized workforce. You know, you still have a lot of employees that are working remotely. And also, if you think about field crews, you know, working with, you know, smaller crews uh, with limited access to some facilities. And I think what that's creating is a, um, a recognition for the need for advanced technologies to help, you know, utilities and industrial end users do more with less.
0: So, guys, were any of your portfolio companies able to step up to the plate and provide solutions to the COVID-19 challenges that emerged? And if so, can you share a couple of examples that you guys have? Yeah, I
1: think one example is SmartCover and going back to the point of doing more with less. So what SmartCover does is they combine hardware, software and telemetry to allow utilities to get visibility into their collection systems. Uh, so of course, when the pandemic hit, they uh, first, as Dave said, they took care of their employees and make sure everyone was safe, uh, and then they pivoted and launched a COVID relief program because they knew that utilities were working with uh, skeleton crews, and but they still needed to monitor what's going on in their collection systems to prevent spills and other accidents. Um, so they made a number of units available uh, on a free basis for a period of six months to allow utilities to test the product uh and and you know get the benefit of it and it's worked out really well the program was oversubscribed in a matter of weeks uh and then on the business side uh, a lot of that has resulted in long-term you know contracts and the company's having a record year as a result of it
2: yeah and i think uh another great uh great story of one of our companies stepping up is, is lumin ultra Um, Here in Canada, like a lot of places in the world, we had a real challenge with the testing when the pandemic first uh, came about. And Ultra, which is a microbial testing company, now they did it for the environmental side mainly, um, uh, was really able to step up. And they were able to do that, again, because they were able to pivot uh, their business and respond to actually the Prime Minister's call to say, hey, is there Canadian companies out there that can really help us overcome this challenge. And so they stepped up to plate, pivoted their business, you know, within, I think, six weeks, had a new production facility up and running. And lo and behold, we're delivering, you know, over 500,000 tests a week, uh, basically allowing Canada to do a full testing regime, which I think is something that we're certainly very proud of what uh, Pat and his management team has done there, but also incredibly proud to be part of that as, you know, here in Canada.
0: Excellent. Yeah. A lot to be proud of there when it comes to being part of the solution uh, during this worldwide pandemic. So uh, guys, obviously the pandemic is far from over, but can you share a personal story that just makes you think, I didn't think that this would happen, or I didn't think that I would be doing this as a result of COVID-19?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll start off. I mean, if, if someone had told me, you know, I'd be doing, you know, I'd be buying and selling companies and never have to put on a pair of pants and oh, by the way, hey, Dave, you know, you, you're not going to step on a plane for, for five months and, and probably the rest of this year. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I would say, okay, but, you know, what, what kind of fiction are you reading? Because um, obviously that is certainly not uh, something, you know, would be normal for, for me. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's been a lot of change, but, uh, you know, with, with change comes opportunity. So we're, we're still very excited.
1: Yeah, and my my dogs are going to have a hard time when we uh, start traveling again. My wife will be okay, but my dogs, I think, are going to struggle with uh, maybe right. not being around. Now, one thing I never thought I'd look forward to is Zoom cocktails. You know, we uh, uh, we try to you know, obviously keep things social, and and you know, you have those once in a while, and it's just something I never thought would uh, uh, would be something I look forward to. But you know, I think you adapt, and it's worked out really well so far.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that that word that you mentioned there at the end, Sam, is adapt. And that's what you guys have been able to do seamlessly um, during a time when uh, there have been a lot of changes and a lot of the business world has been thrown into flux. Uh, What XPV has been able to do has been to adapt quickly and to react. And uh, it certainly shows in the results and what you've been able to accomplish. So David Henderson and Sam St. Ange, thank you guys so much for joining me today and uh, talking a little bit more about what XPV has been able to do without even needing to put on pants.
1: Thanks, Tyler thanks for having
0: us absolutely and thank you everyone for joining us for this video we appreciate it very much of course we'll have more content coming out soon from xpv but until then i've been your host today tyler kern thanks for watching